99 drinks still left to go Welcome all in and enjoy the show It's me though, I'm the host You know, so sit back, relax, grab a snack and let's go No, my hooky, my welcome on in or welcome back to the 99 Dreams podcast. As always, I'm the host, Rauri, and I welcome you into our 99 Dreams podcast today. We've got another amazing guest. I say this every week, but every week we just keep bringing heavy hitters. So, Fano, I'd like to introduce another Fanona. We got Marcus. What up, cuz? How are you, cuz? Are you good? Yeah, good, brother. We're good, we're good. Before we get started, cuz, can you do a bit of a call why Norway? Tell us who you are, where you're from. Uh, kia ora koutou katoa, ko Marcus Campbell tōku ingoa, uh, no Oto Taiaho, uh, no Oto Poti Taku Kainga i Naenei. Uh, so kia ora, my name is Marcus. Uh, I'm from Christchurch, but I whakapapa back up to the old Naki, Ngāti Marun Te Atiawa, and um, I currently study at Otago University. Yeah. Me, mean, wicked, and uh, yeah, like everyone knows, we love getting people who fuck up back to Taranaki yeah. on this podcast. It's what we do, it's what we it's do. Home, it's home. <laughs> exactly, because we're gonna, we're about to become the number one podcast in Taranaki. Yeah. We're about to be, man, we're about yeah. to be. <laughs> so, I guess we'll start with um, growing up in Otaotai. What was that like for you? I so, um, on the oldest of two so i got a younger brother um i'm roughly like five years apart so i was raised by a solo mum um so yeah it was i guess growing up it was humbling eh? like you know what i mean like it, it was a humble beginning you know humble growing up like you know we didn't have a lot but what we did have we made the most of you know what i mean and like we were too young anyway you know like for me like going to video easy getting that you know spider-man vhs yeah you know it, brother yeah man that was so cool i love that that was like like something i really cherished and just spending time with mum. so um yeah and looking after my little brother yeah it was just a good day because you know like nothing we didn't take anything for granted you know like we didn't ever think like oh we didn't have this we didn't have that like we were just happy with what we had and happy with each other you know so yeah it was always good yeah yeah, it's those like humble upbringings, eh? Where you're always like, "Oh yeah, now this is mean," but it's only because you don't know any different. And I feel like yeah. it's not until we get to like high school and stuff where people start comparing, and they're like, "Oh, bro, you don't have this, or you've never done this. Yeah. What the heck? Are you like, up, I don't know." <laughs> Showing up, hey, like I remember, like I remember having the kids at primary school with the light up sketches and stuff. Bro, I was having my Spider Man shoes, bro. I was going, I was happy with that, eh? You know, and then like you'd have those like you know the kids with the wide broom hats and stuff. I'm like, you look like a dick, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I was I was happy as, but yeah, like I, I didn't think like there was a lot of comparison and like evaluation sort of thing. Like oh, I want to be like that. I want to have this. I want to have that. In high school, but I was like, whatever. Right? Yeah. No, that's me. That that means that you got the right mindset your your mother would have given you the best mindset moving forward to not <laughs> care too much about what the neighbors got and just yeah, focus on your own straight up yeah nah, she raised me pretty well. i like to say she raised me pretty well um 
So she studied. So she was a nurse. Um, growing up, oh, growing up, she was a nurse, but she was also studying medicine at Otago University. Yeah. So um, I guess watching her going through all that hard hard yards and all that mahi was quite inspiring, quite motivating to sort of follow in the same footsteps as her because she was a big like believer in terms of you know wanting to give us a better life you know what I mean because we didn't obviously money wise we didn't have a lot you know so I guess for her she wanted to be able to provide us with whatever we wanted at the time but yeah I think watching her sort of grow and just become an absolute geek you know what I mean like an absolute nerd out it was it was quite motivating eh because like you know I was I was pretty cheeky growing up you know like I, I you know if the teachers I don't climb that tree I'm, I'm already up on the tree you know what I mean <laughs> I was I was just that that fella you know but um I was always I was always like wanting to be educated and keep learning and learning and learning so I guess being raised around, I guess, an academic, and my mum was quite a, um, a, a fire under me, you know what I mean, to sort of pursue that sort of excellence, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Hard. It is hard, you know, especially in, in growing up with a, um, just having a mother in the household, you know, mm. to have sort of inspiration, but it's that, She's given you so much motivation through her own just, I'm getting shit done. I don't Yo. care, you know, I've got two kids, but I'll get my shit done. Mm. I feel like those are the kind of mothers, eh, that raise a hell of a, an amazing kid. Because yeah. my mum, although I had a father in my life, my mum, she was similar. She just was like, ah, fuck it, I'll get shit done. Yo. She wanted to um, become a hairdresser. She worked night full at a supermarket in Teagle and then, like, raised me at the same time. Oh, and then, um, now she owns her own business, so it's like Cheers. those are those inspiring moments that you're like, oh shit, I, I think I can outdo you. Yeah. I'm gonna outdo you. I'm gonna do my best to outdo you. Just... Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Do you think it's kind of like that healthy competition? You know, you see your mum go so far, then yeah. you're like, I'm gonna take that to the next level. Bro, honestly, yeah, like even like exam results, say hey, I'm like, because she did like similar papers as me, so I'm like, like, what did you get? Nah, I got that. Oh. No, you know what I, mean? I was. I always try to comp- like, I guess not compare, but just sort of like, I like she's the standard. I want to exceed it. You yeah. know what I mean? And honestly, like she set the bar pretty fucking high, but you know, like <laughs> you try and exceed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Hey, she laid down that whittle, um, and it looks like you're taking it on. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Could have chilled out a little bit though. You know, give it make it a little bit easier for me. But you know, oh, oh, I'll take it off. <laughs> Overachiever, man. Overachiever. Yeah, straight up, bro. Not fair. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's mean. So, obviously, your mum's inspired you to head to university. And how how's your university journey going? Bro, it's been nutty, eh? Because, like, it hasn't been that sort of, I guess, in terms, like, as you, like, you know, you've been set out the sort of path, you know, like, you, in a way, you feel like you're destined for that sort of career, you know, that sort of goal and that course, but knowing me and my life and my luck, there's always something blocking it and blocking it and blocking it. And it makes me sort of have to work around and, you know, jumping up and over and under, you know what I mean? So for me, um, my first year was nutty. Eh? Like I, um, I just had a lot of adverse and a lot of trouble that sort of occurred. 
Um, I'm not open books, so I'll, I'll share it. But like, um, so I did a summer school course. It was like for the Maori scholarship winners. Um, Kita, which was I thought was awesome at the time, because it it sort of forced Maori students and Pacific students to sort of unite. You know what I mean? And sort of be able to express our cultural similarities and differences and spread cultural awareness, which I thought was awesome. And I do think that was a really awesome thing. But we weren't in the same halls once we left. We were in the same hall at the start and then we left. And then I guess because we got so close in that short amount of time, I guess like, you know, a bit of separation anxiety sort of occurred. Between all of us, I think we were all like, oh, shit, you know. It's just, yeah, we just miss each other and then we're meeting between 100 to 700 new people, you know, and you're trying to remember names and I'm shit with names, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it was rough at the time. I thought that was a pretty big, like, you know, like a pretty big, like, wild moment, you know, like it's, it's, it's overstimulating, you know, pretty overwhelming. And then um, my koro got diagnosed with stage four prostate cancer. So... And I was, you know, in Dunedin, and he's in Christchurch, so, and then obviously I was studying house sciences first year at the start, so, you know, with that competitive sort of environment mixed with, you know, I guess separation anxiety from not being with my friends, not just from Dunedin, but from Christchurch, you know, and then, like, now, now my quarter's ill, that definitely didn't help, like, the mental at all, because I was sort of conflicted, because we had COVID isolation, the bubble, and then I wanted to see him so I could, like, you know, sort of, like, not quit, but, like, sort of just take a break so I could look after him and help my mum and my, my nanny out. Um, that was definitely a big, big thing because that just, that shut down all my focus, like, from the start, you know. And then, yeah, and it just, it was, like, I did all right, you know, but the thing is, like, my mental, like, I, it was a, mad identity crisis like I couldn't I didn't feel like myself you know and then you're introduced to this messy drinking culture you know and like it's fun but then you realize like it's not good for me you know like I think the old like now that I guess I'm maturing now you sort of look back and you're like wow you should not have been doing all that eh? you know what I mean like it was a waste it was a waste of time compared to what you could have been doing do you know what I mean like seizing those opportunities yeah, and then um, I lost one of my best mates to drunk driving literally, like, a few days before my birthday. And that was, like, wow. yeah, that was, yeah, that was hard because I didn't find out from my mates. I found out on social media. So, and they were, they, they were, like, you know, we didn't want to disturb you whilst you were studying. I'm, like, bro, I was going to find out eventually, you know. So then pretty much I like to break up into, like, you know, like, four months so three roughly like you know phases or stages in, in the year and pretty much it was like shit 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 you know what I mean and it was just like I couldn't see him because I had exams I couldn't see my quarter because of COVID you know and it was just like I couldn't see my friends because I was in Otago so it was just like a lot of a lot of adversity and I'm not saying I'm the only one or I'm not trying to claim a victim because I'm not about that at all but I think, and to put it lightly, I went through a bit, you know what I mean? Like, to put it in a sort of tame way, I think, definitely went through quite a fair bit. 
just like a complete, uh, just detached from focus, you know, like, yeah. And the thing is like, you can't predict life's sort of, you know, curves, cubals and stuff like that. You can't predict that. Eh? You sort of just got to learn how to deal with it. And I guess because of how fast paced uni is, you're not given time to, do you know what I mean? And then you feel guilty because you're like, oh, my study's going to shit or whatever. So that was my first year. Like, it was just, oh, no, it was shit up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was That's a hectic first year. Yeah. And that wasn't easy. And, like, along the way, like, I had awesome opportunities. Like, I got a dentistry school interview. And, bro, that was shit too. Bro, I had a I had this main kai for lunch and then I got indigestion and I just started burping the entire interview, bro. <laughs> it was so bad. I'm like, oh, my God. So that went to shit. Um, but it was a good, obviously, like, opportunity and stuff. Helping out to open Māori, that was awesome. I really enjoyed that. And just, like, playing sport for uni was pretty cool. Bit of volleyball, basketball, just, like, you know, just playing around. Rowing, rugby, it was mean. And I think, like, I've met... In my first year, I've met, like, some lifelong friends and, like, people who I can trust and people I can talk to about pretty much anything, eh? you know? And I'm a big sort of believer in, like, trying to learn something new from someone new every day. Do you know what I mean? And that's what the hall was able to provide for me. So, like, I can learn from the sub-wardens or the warden or my mates or, you know, the cleaners. Like, it was always awesome, eh? Like, I really, really valued... Um, my whole, I thought it was a main opportunity that just make some good friends and stuff and have some good experiences, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was cool. Because he was mean in, in, that, re- in that regard. <laughs> and, and, and looking like that, you're like, nah, it was pretty shit, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. At least you were able to find, you know, glimmers of hope within a year yeah. of such turmoil. Pretty much, eh? Like, I I tried to look at the positives, you know? Because uh, I think if you focus on them, as humans, I feel like we're too focused on the old negatives, eh? Like, I think they're sort of like, I don't know, yeah, just, we, we would have like all this messy positives that we could get out of life, but you would only focus on the small negatives, like a comment or, you know, like, yeah. It's more like that, Yeah. And then I guess my second year, that was, that's been the most important year of my life thus far. And I know I'm only 20, right? Not as old as you, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, go with the dicks, go with the dicks. Uh, that's my shit. No. <laughs> uh, but, uh, hey, you're the first person brave enough. But, um, yeah, my second year was, it was about healing. So I applied for medicine and I didn't get in and it was weird, eh? Because I didn't even, I wasn't even upset about it. Because I felt like at that time, if I had a goldman, no, I, I just, no, I, I, my mental health, just my overall order, was mum today. It was to the ground. I was in the ground, bro. Do you know what I mean? There was no such thing. And I've always looked after myself, like sport, you know, talking to people, and then first year that all shut down you know and I think now I'm studying sporting exercise sciences in my last year um the second year gave me redemption sort of to redeem myself when it came to like suffering through adversity you know pushing through those blockades and boundaries you know and a massive fucker toki I remember 
is Itinoa Hepipomata, which means I'm a withered tree, a flower that blossoms. And for me, that whole whakatauki just has stuck with me throughout second year and then obviously now. Um, so I pretty much, I had to just deal with it, eh? you know, not getting in. And for me, that was, it was quite like, you know, it was a shock. It wasn't a shock, but like it hurt in a way like, like you knew, you felt like it was going to happen, but, you know, like he obviously didn't want to have wanted it course but i knew like i just knew it wasn't meant to be right then do you know what i mean and like you know you work hard but shit doesn't click you know your mental is just mounted and then your yeah and pretty much your second year for for me was learning from that and learning from those mistakes and i mean mistakes maybe like you could term it that way i think i would probably say like learnings do you know what I mean like I learned from those sort of you know those scenarios and stuff how to deal with adversity better because I think for me I struggled with um I don't know just talking again like talking to people regarding like me needing help like learning how to grieve again you know so yeah pretty much like it was just a whole lot of redemption and like just learnings, eh? So, um, Mariana Tepo, she's the head of the, I'm pretty sure the head of the Maui Sciences Division at Otago, and she was a rock for me last year and even now because she, I was accepted into this Tepai Kotaku um, Maui Science Leadership course, and we had three workshops based on like, you know, learning of Paha Maori and learning, understanding your why and, you know, your path and it's never like straight and narrow do you know what I mean like it's always like there's gonna be walls and caves and all sorts of shit that's in the middle of the way but it's like can you keep pushing and for me there was that and then Dr. Jeremy Harpeta or Matsuo Jeremy Jezza I like to call him sometimes um <laughs> Uncle Jez he, he um the amount of respect and admiration I have for him is, I can't even put into words. Um, he gave me a chance and believed in me and that I could lead a class, you know what I mean? That I could put other people's issues ahead of mine and come forth and try and re like, unite a class that had, you know, there's whakama all over the gaff, you know what I mean? There was a lot of shyness, a lot of apprehensiveness trying to come together and I think speaks to us six probably for oh, not probably is the most important paper for me because I was able to connect back to my taha Māori and sort of express my teachings to others um and we learned like amazing things like enviro health just taha Māori in general you know and I think that was the most important thing for me was so I always like to say I had leadership quality, but now I'm able to like, you know, actually portray that, you know, and like meeting people like yourself, Raori, Tikahurangi, you know, like just amazing people, Takaterangi, just amazing people, do you know what I mean? Hindemoa, oh, absolutely, oh, she's awesome, she's awesome. And then Dr. Chanel, Meads now, I believe, Cheer. Yes. congratulations to her, yes. You know, and it's just like an incredible people I've met along the way last year was awesome. And I, um, 
I have to thank Motto Jerry for that. You know, it was just a, it was it was a overwhelming experience being on that paper. You know, having on the whole model, it was always something I I missed. That being into that, you don't really have that sort of cultural engagement unless you, you know, it's gonna sound bad, but like kind of have the time because I feel like you subconsciously because you're at uni, you think you have no time. It's about making time for that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah, just volunteering, which was awesome. I loved volunteering back in Christchurch, you know, like helping out small businesses and just helping out to my kai, you know, that I love that sort of stuff, you know. Those are all good, eh? it was mean. Second year was mean. And I guess now, you know, learning from you yourself, you know, following your path, you know, an academic, cheeky but academic, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, you know, Motua Jeremy and you know my best mate Ferg. He's um he's gonna be a doctor. He's in medicine right now. He's a he's a he's a smart fella. And then yeah, just following in those footsteps, you know. And then remembering like oh, I think I had this really bad sort of like I wanted to be my mum in regards like you know pursuing academic excellence and stuff. I don't want to be compared to her. I want to be you know you know what I mean? I eh? like oh, like parallel you know like the same level if not higher and i have i've realized that i've got to do that in my own way and my mum was like you know, academics 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 for me it's like academics extracurricular you know meeting new people do you know what i mean and that's for me has been like the major learning thus far so just been able to like do it your own way see your own path yeah 100 percent I think that's the best thing about um, Te Koronga as well, is because, you know, I've, I've had the likes of Benja, Tukoirangi, Ngahuia, te, Dr. Tirina, mm. um, Charles to follow behind, but they always tell you that you got to create your own path, you can't be the next Tukoirangi, you can't be the next Benja, mm-hmm. you got to be the next you, and you bring your uniqueness and your leadership style to different kaupapa. Aye, 100%, and that's, that, that's awesome, eh? like, when you realise that it makes it easier, there's not that pressure, eh? you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, brother. Yeah. And that's why I reckon you'll, you'll excel in anything you do because mm. you've now figured it out that it's not about becoming the next, you know, your mum. It's about being you, staying true to you and your values oh. and smashing oh, it. Thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm, it's, 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 you know, you just got to wait, you know, just keep pursuing that, eh? and I'll hopefully, hopefully get there, eh? Yeah. No hopes, man. Hard work and you'll get a cuss. Yeah. No stress. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit, coupled with all the experience that you've had since, you know, leaving Ototahi, coming down mm. to Otako and studying down there, it's been a hell of a journey for you. So, yeah. you know, accumulating all of that experience in such a sh- short amount of time, mm. you can only exceed and go further. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, um, yeah I hope so. <laughs> I don't want to be cocky or anything, but I, I, I feel good. I feel laser focused though you know what i mean and that's like yeah something compared to first year something i can very proudly say yeah yeah i'm back you know <laughs> i'm back yeah, yeah nah that's me and it does take time though you know you hit through so much in your first year um and that's a lot for anyone to carry especially being so far away from home and being away from you know those usual support networks 100 percent so to overcome that to grow throughout the years um to find your passions and really hone that in mm. 
it's going to be key for you moving forward, cuz. Yeah, cheers, mate. You can already see you've got the drive. You can hear it in how you're, you're speaking on, on the past um, experiences that you have. Mm. You can tell there's pain there, but you've grown from it and you're ready to move forward. So I'm definitely excited for the future for you. It's going to be interesting to see where you end up. Yeah, bro. You too. Yeah. yeah. That's it, cause we just gotta we, we need another another cheeky Maori in the club. Oh, so once you oh, once you yeah. finish up underground, man, you want to get in there, yeah, get in yeah, there. Yeah, no, hopefully, yeah, you gotta add a bit of spice to it, eh? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You gotta keep some of them on their toes. Yeah, that's the one, brother. <laughs> you are the first guest that I've had on this show that's been a part of the new iteration of Two Hundred Six. So everyone that I've interviewed that has done that has come through that paper has done it under Professor Amory Jackson. And now it's run by Takuta, or Dr. Jeremy Harpepper. How, how did you find his one? Oh. Yeah, yeah, because he, he is like an amazing um, yeah. academic in his own right. Oh, it was, um, I just, I wanted to be a sponge, you know, just soak up all his teachings, you know what I mean? Like, I think he brought, I mean, I didn't obviously, know about you know amj and all that prior because you know i'm new to specs and stuff so a little rookie you know what i mean but uh <laughs> but um i'd say like he brought a an energy do you know what I, like a, a different type of energy it was like a, um he's gonna hate me if i say this but like you know like an old fella type of energy <laughs> he's gonna you know crack me for that you know um, but uh, he taught he, he taught in a way that was like you sat down and you listened because I'm not gonna t- tell you this stuff again, you know. Like it was, but it was, in a weird way, it was also like quite welcoming because like we we're in our final group straight away, and then he nurtured and he made sure that each person in that final group was looked after by the kaya, you know, and then those guys can talk to like the class reps and whoever, and then they can talk to him. There's always communication and he's always, every single time I message him, I'm a pest to him, you know, um, he, he uh, I'm a pest to everybody, but, um, he replies instantly, you know, like it's, um, and he's always willing to help. And it was always like, that was very valuable for me, especially, you know, as you guys now know, like, of everything I was going for at the time and still going through the healing process and the acceptance, you know, that's the main thing was the acceptance of that, of the facts and what I was going through. He just, he just gave me an opportunity to flourish and to, he actually like listened. You know, there's a difference between like offering your opinion, offering advice, but I think you need to listen first day. And that is like another learning. I obviously learned from him, but also my partner, my girlfriend, um, so we're in a long distance relationship, so uh, you know that's the FaceTime calls. A eh? oh, got to listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, yeah, just he brought something new to compared to all the other papers I was doing. You know, it was like you sit down in a lecture, you do the lecture, you ask a few questions, and blah blah. He made sure we stayed behind, and he had a corridor with you and asked you how you were going, and I. I always appreciated that, and it was weird. Like you feel, like um, feel a bit shy and a bit scared to approach lectures because of you know, you know, they're so smart. And I'm not saying he isn't because he is so smart, but like it, it felt 
what? Do you know what I mean? No, like it felt normal to sort of approach him. And yeah, he's just an approachable fella, even though he's he's huge. He's a big bastard. <laughs> no, I'm joking. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a larger than life character. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, like I, in my 102 class, Specs 102, I literally wrestled him during the lecture. You know, like he, I was pretty much just his test dummy. All his games and stuff. It's ridiculous. Hey? He's got beaten up. Uh, but uh, probably, probably um, consequence of being a pest, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Oh, yeah. I really, really appreciated what he did, especially the Nohomurai. You know, I think you know he demanded excellence and demanded people to just broaden their horizon. You know, and I think that really came through and speaks to us six. I'm not sure about your years, but um, and those prior, but like, I. I definitely think he brought something different to the table. It sounds like the essence of the co-papa was still there, mm. no matter who was teaching. You know, the essence of the co-papa remained. It just sounds like he's got that that uncle vibe. Yeah, uncles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that must have come from a bit of his coaching and playing days because he knows how to build relationships in a team. Yeah, and even in his research as well, when you read about it, like you know. Yeah, because, and I'm not saying um, Professor Amory or Dr. Chanel aren't about building teams, but in terms of some of the other academics uh, and other papers that you take outside of any of the Māori ones, they're not really good at building relationships and they don't have kind of that team environment. Yeah, and I think that transfers a lot to other sort of, you know, like that skill by learning from him how to build relationships is very transferable and you, know, you, you can do it to like multiple different disciplines and like just life in general like working like work going to work you know i would get back and say gee you know what i mean and like you know you're learning how to make friends and how to you know work within different teams and people who have different sort of like you know ways of doing things and that was definitely one thing that i learned as well yeah Right, ain't nothing wrong with working at Pack and Save, man. Yeah, yeah. I worked at a bar washing dishes yeah. and waiting tables, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. Gotta stay humble, man. Oh, Gotta I'm stay humble. As confident as you get, eh? Working at Pack and Save, bro. That's money. <laughs> Brotherhood. Hey, can't complain, man. They pay wages. I'm paid, I'm fed, got a roof hey, over the head. That's the one, bro. That's the one. <laughs> Hard up. Yeah, so, nah, it's, you know, in academics, it's hard to find. Um, People that you can kind of align your, yourself with, mm. especially when you're finding supervisors and things heading into postgrad. But when you find uh, academics, other academics that you can feel yourself aligned with or that you value what they value, what they've written about, that's when I think things start to click. Like for me, I couldn't be bothered listening into some of the papers that I was forced to sit in just to get my degree. Mm. It wasn't until I got into postgrad where I was like, yeah, see, this is where I'm meant to be. Yeah. Get to have different corridor and and you actually get to explore what you're interested in, but re- in research that matters to your communities, well, mm. in our areas anyway. Of course, yeah. Have you thought about like what you would do if you headed into like research postgrad? Um I'm actually potentially doing that this summer. Yeah, so I talked to Jezza. And um, yeah, so hopefully I will be doing a bit of research. I, I um, 
remembered. I don't know if you remember from Arai Turu, the Nohumarai that we went to. Um, and Father Vicky said, you know, make your time, like, you know, give everything you've got and, you know, make your time, you know, like, you know, make the most out of the time you have in specs. You know what I mean? And for me, like, obviously, I do intend on studying medicine um, next year. But for me, doing a last little bit of research is my way of, you know, giving back to my community and not just to my community as in the Naki, but, you know, Otaku, they, you know, they gave me a platform and a foundation and a chance to redeem myself. And this is my way of giving back. You know, I may not find anything of statistical significance, but I think if I can experience what it's like to do a bit of research, you know, why not? Why couldn't I? It's during summer, bro, I'll be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, it would be quite a, um, I guess, like, yeah, it'd just be like a cool experience, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're working with people to, you know, discover new things, you know? And see if you're right or if you're wrong, you know, and then talk about it. It's cool. That'd be cool ways. Everything you say. Yeah. You'll, you'll learn so many different new skills as well, mm. um, as well as how to interact with different um, people from different walks of life because you're, you're forced to get out of your comfort zone. You're forced to um, discuss your research with other researchers on that same kaupapa. Mm. I reckon you'll love it. Surely, yeah, I reckon so too. Eh? I just love, I, I'm a bit of a nerd. Eh? I love learning. I just love it. <laughs> I love it, eh? I get so oh. much shit from my friends, eh? But I'm like, oh, whatever. You should try it. No, I'm hey. <laughs> ne- hey, exactly. You never know when it'll come in handy, man. You never know. 100%. And Fire Vicky is right, too. You should always treasure and enjoy the time you have in specs because it, it, it goes by so fast. Like, I didn't realize it until I was back home mm. in Taranaki working. I was like, shit, <laughs> that was on. I miss those days. And now a lot of us that have all left, because uh, I, I was one of the last ones of my year to leave. And so, like, just talking with them, reminiscing, they're like, oh, yeah, give it a year and a half, bro. You'll be sweet by then. I was like, far is that how long it takes? Oh, bro. Yeah. It's weird, eh? Like, I'm in my last year specs. You know what I mean? I'm like, where did, where did last year go? You know what I mean? It's nuts. <laughs> It, it comes around so quick and yeah next minute you're walking across that stage and you're finished and it's like what the heck where did all those years go i oh, know way eh? i'm scared eh? <laughs> it just feels nuts because like times <laughs> one more it will it will continue to keep flying by by the way mm. you just gotta have fun with it enjoy the moments enjoy the opportunities yeah bro 100 so what's what's this year looking like for you as you as you're in your your final year of specs? How how are you gonna round out this year? Oh, just round it out good, eh? You know what I mean? Top grades, we're going for it again. <laughs> you know, gonna intend to get it again. Gonna get it again, nah. Nah, pretty much. Um, it's just I wanna as I as five like he said, just make the most of the day. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that time goes by so fast. So you know whether that's class ripping or. You know, oh, I tend to be a tuakana at 206 next, uh, for this year. So um, help out the young'uns, you know, Tawira and all that sort of stuff. I think that'd be main. And you know, help out with marking and stuff. Yeah, I think that would be a cool way to contribute back to that paper. Just sort of, um, yeah, just give out my sort of like teachings and mentorship. I'm not that much of a mentor, but, you know, like just a little learnings. Like, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Gotta be I gotta be like, you know, same age as you to be a mentor, I feel you're pretty old bro. But uh <laughs> oh, not that one. <laughs> but um <laughs> But yeah, I think like um yeah, that sort of stuff, like just giving back, honestly, that's just I just wanna give back before I don't have as much time to dedicate to that. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like Yeah Yeah, just yeah. medicine sounds well, I'm just excited for it. I, I want to, I just want to, you know, and, um, you know, finding out your why and why you want to do it, why you want to pursue that, you know what I mean? I think it's like something I'm craving. So I think like this year, it's just healing, you know, um, Matsuo Jeremy taught me the Sarah model. So it's sort of like the shock of hearing bad news and then, oh, sorry. Yeah. Ceremony, so shock, anger, you know, you're rejecting it. So, you know, like you just don't, you don't believe it. Um, acceptance and healing. I'm in that healing stage right now. Acceptance was last year, you know what I mean? And then healing, because it's going to sound cheesy, but like <laughs> kind of cringe, but I want to heal so that I can heal, heal others, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, yeah, I just, I love being able to help people in terms of, you know, just anything really. But I think for me, my, you know, all everything I've gone through thus far has led me to this point. You know, you know, when you feel it like right now, it's like, yeah, that's how I'm like, yo. And that's pretty much, I'm just trying to capitalize on the time I do have available for hopefully getting into that stage, you know, in my life where I can say, you know, I look back on my, my last oh shit three years cool and you're like i mean all that and i'm here like uh, i don't know if most people could say that you know what i mean and i think that's quite a something like a craving they should it's, it's more like to be able to look back and say you did it bro you know what i mean like, oh, i'm looking forward to it hopefully fingers and toes crossed you know what i mean but yeah You'll get there, just got to give it some time, man. Give it yeah, some time. Man, it's going to be tough. I've got a, I've got a mate who finished it, and I've got another mate who's who's in it at the moment, and he used to be the heartiest, like, kick-ons, yeah. on it on a weekday. Now he's like, shit, I'm in class by seven. Dude never used to be up until midday. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> it's going to be hectic, because I do not envy you one bit. <laughs> Um, I'm craving it, bro. I'm looking forward to it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you enjoy it, that's the main thing. That, I think that's that's the key message most of the people that have come on to this show have said in terms of like their entire university career is that they just want to make sure that they had enjoyed their time there. Yes, they need to get their degree, um, but also just making memories and living in some of the moments rather than chasing one goal onto the next yeah bro that's so cool eh? being able to say that i live in the moment and yeah bro, i love that that's so cool Hard out. so that's i think if, if any advice we could give you cuz it's just live in the moment keep living in the moment and you know whatever happens happens from here on out just roll with it yeah bro that's the one eh? <laughs> that's the one <laughs> Now we're at that time of the show where we, we dip into some of our usual questions. Some of our frequent listeners will, will know about that. But before we do, Fano, 
We've got 99Dreams hoodies available on the website. If you want to go check them out, it's 99dreams.co.nz. Go check out our website. You don't even have to buy anything. Just go interact with the website. Uh, my main header bar is in Thrill Māori. So if you're not happy with that, I'm sorry. I'm working on uh, getting an interactive translation without me actually having to remove Thrill Māori from my website. It's going to stay that way until I can get it coded. But until then, if you want a hoodie, go check it out at 99dreams.co.nz. Bye, Back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got to do that quick plug. It's got to oh, try and get some get some more interaction with the website. Mm. Um, so yeah, we're at that part of the show where we dive into some of our regular questions, and the first one being, uh, if you could sit across from yourself from first year, going into the start of first year, if you could say anything. What would you say? Well, first go. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, nah, the first thing I would say, four, I think I would say it's time. It's all right to take some time off. Do you know what I mean? And like really, like you've got time, bro. You know, like, you know, you could, if you can't, uh, is that, um, I've got her name, but she's like, you know, if you can't do it in your 20s, you can do it in your 30s and so on and so forth. You know, like you've got time, you know what I mean? And it's like, really sort of like like step back from it just take a step back take a breath and just think like what should i be focusing on right now is the studies more important than my health you know like you gotta put it keep shit in perspective is what my mum says you know what i mean keep shit in perspective and yeah i'd say like that yeah, just try to take some time off you know yeah yeah nice and uh, you're so true though like it's fine to take time off nothing you do today is going to affect you tomorrow in the long run it's like an accumulation of continuously doing things that is going to affect the long term so it's okay to take a break you've got like you said you've got plenty of time gary v always says it, it's perfect to start a business if you're 45 50 because you've got time modern medicine allows you to have more time mm. than what you know some of our ancestors had so you're so right you've got plenty of time and yeah. you don't need to rush into anything take time take a break enjoy life because it ain't long and enjoy your body while it's still able to move and you're not waking up and aches and pains and all that kind of shit so if that's in your 20s and you you know want to live a little live a little yeah. get out and do it life's too short to sit around and be like oh, i wish i did this yeah. i wish i did that at least like yeah i just don't want to regret anything I, like i'd rather sort of like say oh I was, I, I, yeah i did it but I, yes i'm a cocked up here and there but you know at least i tried it you know what i mean yeah rather try and fail than like never try at all and just be left wondering like bro what if i did that straight off eh? <laughs> you know what i mean yeah bro so then on the flip side of that if you're sitting across oh no sorry not even sitting across so on the flip side of that in five to ten years when you look back on this episode on this podcast whether it be on youtube or on spotify or apple and you want to tell your future self or ask your future self something, what would you say? That's ask my future self. Poor. Yeah. Um, wow, that's such a deep question, you know. <laughs> um, oh, 100%. I think I would, I would ask, 
what's a lock up there? You know what I mean? Like, what's a lock up on the top? You know what I mean, bro? Because that's what I'm aiming for. Like, I've got big dreams with big aspirations, you know? The amount of dreams are 99, brother. 99 dreams? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, hey, yeah. 99 left to go. Yeah, that's the one, bro. But, yeah, no, how's a lock up there? You know what I mean? Like, because that's, that's what I pursue, what I'm pursuing, you know? And, yeah, I think I'd even ask, like, like, as well, if I had to even ask two questions, I'd say, you know, like, you know, like, I see what's it like up there, but, you know, like, did it, was it all worth it? Do you know what I mean? Like, was going through and tripping over and getting back up, was it worth it? You know, like, do you feel like it was all worth it? I know what he'd say. He'd say, yeah, bro. You know what I mean? 100%. 100%. Nah, that's mean. And, like, it's so like interesting eh, to hear other people's thoughts on how they hope that their life turns out. It's going to be so cool to see the reflections when they come back to this, to see, you know, how, how much your own thinking has changed or remained the same mm-hmm. and to see everyone go, yes, that's me. We made it to the top or for some of the others that have come on to the show, they're like, yes, we are happy. We've made it. We've got this and that, that we, we said we're going to get because, that's what this is all about is sharing your 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 passions and sharing your wants for yourself in an open forum uh just because so often we're all reduced to not sharing what we believe in and what we hold true so that's why i love this show is that you're able to come on and be like this is what i believe in this is why i think is you know important to me we get to share that in this platform Yo. so it's so interesting to hear what other people you know have in store for them mm, i love hearing that eh? like just saying how how much they like the, the passion in their voice say eh? you know i love that eh? it's man hard and no one could ever tell you that you're not gonna crack what you want to do because mm. like no one's stopping me man exactly, yeah. and so now we come to the dream deposit box so on this box here it says always remember when they doubted you it's a Trey Young sneaker from Adidas. Inside, we've got everyone that has been on the show has shared a dream with us. The um, pink ones are from all the guests, and these greenish ones are from me. So we've had people come on the show. Someone wants to, you know, make their own clothing brand. Some people want, um, you know, to buy a house, some land for their whanau. Uh, some people want to be a co-host on the show. Takahurangi, she wants to be a mama. Oh, um, yeah. Um, Barry Bear King on TikTok, he just wants to make it to 30. So, <laughs> um, bro, yeah, he's seen a lot in his life. So he's like, you know, if I can make 30, that's a dream come true to me. So I'm like, bro, that's so powerful. That dude's a menace, you know. <laughs> he's a menace. <laughs> Straight up, he's nuts. <laughs> he's crazy man he's, he's a good dude um next time i'm well the next time i'm in christchurch i'm supposed to go catch up with him so oh, i'll be linking up yo bro that's tough so what are some of your dreams cuz that i can chuck on here and put them in this box so when we start achieving these dreams behind me i've kind of got a blank wall that i want to one day start filling up with people's dreams as they achieve them right. uh, i need to hang up some of these jerseys up the back there because it's you know one of the dreams that i had course, uh for this co-papa yeah. so yeah what are some of your dreams Kazi? um 
Um, um, I guess, yeah, I, I, I have a dream that I want to have a family, you know what I mean? Like a sort of be that dad that I kind of didn't have growing up, do you know what I mean? So I'd be that right, male role model. Um, Me. Oh, that's so deep, you know. Um, <laughs> I guess, yeah, studying medicine, that's a dream I've had since I was a kid, so definitely that. Um, um, wow. Um, giving back to specs. Yeah, definitely want to be giving back to them. And I'll do one more. Um, I guess, yeah, um, I mean, my, my goal career is to be a cardiothoracic surgeon, so a heart surgeon. Yes, yeah, become a heart surgeon, yeah. That'd be mad. Those would be my four. Thank God you provided, like, it's translation, because I was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah, it's pretty nuts, yeah. My mates are like, what? What's that mean? Yeah, I'm like, how do I spell that? <laughs> No, those are some amazing dreams there, cuz. Uh, I can't wait to hang some of those up once you achieve them. Yeah. Definitely think your uh, give back to specs will be able to stick that somewhere this year. Yeah, bro. And hopefully, yeah, that, that medicine one will be up there at the start of next year. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, bro. You can finally. Yeah. Shit, you might be one of the first to tick off some of these dreams. I will be, bro. I will be. I'd love to see it. Send me some photos of, of proof. Send me your enrollment next year. Yeah. You into med. I will, mate. I will. And then I'll I'll stick that somewhere up there behind us. Yo, we've got to celebrate greatness. Got to celebrate the wins. Um. So here, before we leave, before we start wrapping up, is there any advice you would love to give to our listeners? Um, any any wisdom that you'd like to impart upon? The 99 Dreams whānau. Oh, first I just want to say thank you, you know, for having me on here and being able to do this. Um, you know, yeah, I think your dreams and ambitions are something I look forward to seeing as well, brother. And obviously, obviously all the listeners at home, you know, I, I wish you guys all the best. Um, I guess one thing, if I had to, would be it's all gets to just take a break and just, you know, being able to sort of like just restart. Do you know what I mean? Like rebuild yourself. I think being able to spot and find ways where you can improve because there's no such thing as like, you know, you, can't, you can always progress. You can always learn. And I think that is an essential part in sort of rebuilding yourself. So I'd say like, you know, it's always to restart, you know, but you've got so much time, bro. You know what I mean? Like, the brother, the brothers, the sisters, the cousins out there, you know, like, you've got so much time and you can do yourself, you can restart. And yeah, it's daunting and it's a, it's an intimidating sort of process, but um, just with determination, you know, and sticking true to yourself, you know, keeping those morals and values and just... Just being a kind person, that rebuilding, sort of restarting, 
sort of phase in your life, it'll it'll be easy. It'll be much easier if you can, yeah, be true to yourself, be kind, show love, and yeah. Harder. Being kind is it's free to do. It's easy to do, and you never know like how that could change someone's life just by being kind to them. Hundred percent. So yeah, and I think yeah, I I guess I try to do that. I like. I try to, I sort of set myself a goal having five new interactions every day. Whether it's just saying hello to someone, opening the door, you know, asking how the day was, whatever it is, you know, like you can learn so much from like a small little you know, act of kindness. And it's, as you said, it's free, you know, like why would you try and intentionally ruin someone or potentially ruin someone's day? You know, like where you can actually uplift them and make them, you know, feel better about themselves. I think that's awesome. Man. Yeah. Shit, yeah. And I'd rather be remembered for the good you do rather than the shit you do. Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah. You never know. That person that you just tore down, they might be the next CEO of Google, man. You just gotta, you oh, never know who you're gonna run into out there. Eating your words. You <laughs> know what I mean? Shut up. Motherhood. So, it's free to be kind, fighter. It's also free to be mean, but it's a lot less stressful if you're kind because then you don't have to think about that shitty interaction you just have with someone. And if you're one of those pricks that aren't, you know, remorseful about some of their yeah. actions and words that they say, well, you're a prick. Yeah, honestly, you're a dick, you don't. Actual. And uh, one last message, uh, 99 Dreams Clothing. Yo, go, uh, go over, go over, buy some stuff, have a look. Cheers. <laughs> hey. There we go, 99dreams.co.nz, Fano, go check it out. <laughs> well, some some advice uh, we will give to you as our parting gift to say thanks for, for you coming on the show. You mentioned you, you want to be at the top. There's one quote I always remember is that the, the lion at the bottom of the mountain is always hungrier than the lion at the top of the mountain. So always look for another mountain to climb once you reach the next. Never settle for stagnant. No, thank Keep you bro. Climbing. Amazing, bro. that was actually sick thank you so much yeah. all good Scuzzy. all good so you take that on once you get to the top of your your first moment look for the next and just keep climbing because you'll get to the top of all of them and you'll be able to look back on so many that you'll come through mm, thank you yeah i intend to add i don't i don't like to settle I just keep going eh? yeah nah me me my cousin well Thank you so much for joining us and, and imparting your wisdom on our 99 Dreams Fano. You're so young, but you're already you've, you've accumulated so much knowledge and experience through, you know, heartbreak as well as, you know, healing. So I, I wish you well on your healing journey, my cousin. I know it, it'll get better and you just keep grinding, keep becoming the best version of you that you can be, my man. Cheers, bro. I really appreciate that. Eh? And obviously I've got you to acknowledge for that as well. It's, you've done so much, bro. It's all you, my bro. It's all you. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate your time so much. And to the 99 Dreams Whānau, take care, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Mauri ore te whānau.